Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt renewing his call for the elimination of the state's sales tax on groceries. Governor Stitt joins us live on the KMG Morning News. Good morning, Governor. Hey, good morning. How's everybody doing this morning? We're great. Um, I guess the big question is, will you be able to persuade the state Senate to take up that matter during the special session, which begins today? You know, I sure I sure hope so. But uh, you'll have to talk to them. You know, my job as governor is to continue to set the vision and tell Oklahomans what's possible. And uh, we certainly can be a top 10 state. And and uh, I'm trying to get the grocery tax removed. It's a perfect time to do it. We have the largest savings account in our state history, over $3 billion. We're fourth in the country in that because I've been leading with, you know, lower taxes. I've been leading with, um, you know, smaller government, holding government accountable and efficient. And we look like we'll have a huge budget surplus next year. So it's the right timing. And even though Oklahoma's doing really well with lowest unemployment and all the things that we've got going, uh, still, the Biden administration, these policies are attacking the oil and gas industry, are attacking uh, what the needs of Americans are in Oklahomans and causing inflation to go up. So real Oklahomans are hurting. It's a regressive tax. We're one of only 13 states that charges taxes on groceries. Ours is one of the highest. And I would love to get rid of it for Oklahoma families. Senate President Pro Tem Greg Treat says he's not going to uh, allow the state Senate to consider rescinding the grocery tax. Uh, the legislature is controlled by a large Republican majority. Your party kind of begs the question, who is leading Republicans in Oklahoma? Is it Greg Treat? Is it, uh, is it you? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm the governor and, uh, and the legislature has their job. So you'll have to uh, talk to the legislature. It's the way our system's set up. Uh, I know that what's weird is the Senate passed this bill during session. They passed the grocery tax. And uh, in the House, it actually passed it as well, and it was just different versions. The House came in just a couple weeks ago and passed another grocery tax. Um, but you'll have to have them explain why they don't, they're not for lower taxes and giving this back to working families. Again, like I said, it really hurts people on the lower income uh, that spend a higher percentage of their money on uh, groceries than people in the higher income bracket. So mm-hmm. it makes common sense. It should be a nonpartisan issue. Uh, I would never put our... Uh, you know, finances in jeopardy. That's why we have the largest savings account in our state history. But at some point, it doesn't become prudent just to keep either spending more money or continuing to rack up the savings. Let's give it back to the taxpayers. Uh, in that vein, we have had some amazing questions from our listeners for you this morning via open mic, one of them concerning the grocery tax cut you're proposing. Question for the governor. If we have so much money that we can afford to reduce taxes on groceries, why do we add a $110 fee for the license tags on electric vehicles? I, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of that. If we can afford to do that, why didn't we do this? Um, it, just to that question that he had there about the electric vehicle fee. Yeah. Well, first off, number one, Oklahoma, we're number two in the country in wind energy. So uh, we've got some of the cleanest water, cleanest air in the country, a lot of renewables. That's why Google has their largest um, uh, facility located here, data center in Oklahoma. Uh, we're leaning into electric vehicles. Uh, I've, I've been going after battery companies and electric vehicle companies. We've got more charging stations per capita than any other state. Uh, so we can act- absolutely coexist with oil and gas, but this administration, the Biden administration trying to attack fossil fuels is not even common sense. So I'm going to stand for the oil and gas industry as well. 
But here's the deal. When we drive on our roads, how are our roads paid for? They're paid for when you fill up your gasoline with gasoline tax. So as we move to more electric vehicles, we have to have ability to pay for roads and bridges. And so that's the purpose is to have a level playing field. So the legislature passed that a couple of years ago. So as we get more and more electric vehicles on the road, uh, we've got to have the ability to maintain those uh, those roads. We want to be top tens of roads and bridges, and that was the reason for that. What's but that has nothing to do with the grocery tax. What's the latest on Panasonic coming to the state? Well, we it's called Project Ocean, and uh, we still feel very optimistic about it. Uh, you know, it's we think that's a two-state strategy. We're working behind the scenes. Uh, we ultimately think that, uh, um, you know, we've got a really, really good shot to get that. Okay. Yeah, you've, you've already brought up President Biden a couple of times just since we've been talking. The most recent polls show your opponent in the gubernatorial race, Joey Hoffmeister, gaining on you. Uh, the KOCO poll this week had you within, I guess, within the margin of error, like four and a half points uh, ahead of Joey Hoffmeister. You have spent a great deal of time railing against the spending of the Biden administration. You did so in your news conference yesterday. Is it your strategy to campaign against the president instead of against Joey Hoffmeister? Well, listen, I'm I'm uh, cannot wait to go up and let let Oklahomans decide who they want to be their governor in November. And my opponent, who's been in charge of public education for the last eight years, uh, I'm happy to have those conversations. I was trying to keep our schools open while she was fighting to close the schools and mandate masks statewide. Uh, I was one of the only governors that refused to to do that statewide. We believe in freedoms and personal responsibilities, and um, you know I don't think I, I think. Uh, my opponent, who's, who's part of the Democratic Party, I don't think Oklahomans want to go backwards to higher taxes, higher regulation. Uh, Oklahoma is number 11 in the country right now, and people moving to our state because of our pro-freedom, pro-business policies. Um, and, and I'm just happy to run on a record. Largest savings account, lowest unemployment we've ever had, and uh, really, really proud of the momentum. So, again, I don't believe those polls. I think Oklahomans are absolutely with me, and there's no way they want to elect uh, you know, a, a pro-Biden person to run our state and take us backwards. I think there are some conservatives in Tulsa that would like to see you campaign more here. Here's another question we got via open mic. Good morning, Mr. Governor. I've seen a lot of Joy Hoffmeister ads and billboards around the Tulsa area, but I have not seen any of your campaign ads. Is there a reason for this? That same KOCO poll showed you um, weaker in the cities of Tulsa and Oklahoma City than in the country, in the rural areas of the state. Uh, do you think it'd be prudent to spend a little bit more advertising in Tulsa? Well, the, the thing about uh, the big money, there's been $20 million spent against me. So uh, I've outraised uh, my opponent, who's been running education for the last eight years, Um Oh, probably five times to one. I don't know the exact number. So all the ads that you're seeing on television are just me personally raising that money from thousands and thousands of Oklahomans. And she has the big uh, dark money groups that are coming in and running ads for her. There's been $20 million, more money spent against me than any other governor across the country. Uh, That's what the Republican Governor Association told me in the primary so, again, uh, she's got a lot of help from special interest groups. Oklahomans know that I am fighting. There's no way I'm sold out to special interest groups. Uh, I'm fighting for what's best for all 4 million Oklahomans for the next generation. And uh, it's disappointing when uh, – when, so that's where Oklahomans are too smart for those negative ads. They're not coming from uh, – they're, they're coming from outside groups that are hidden behind uh, dark money groups. 
You're mentioning your opponent and that she is the superintendent of public instruction, Joy Hoffmeister. She's pushing for a $5,000 across the board pay hike for public school teachers. And that total price tag is $310 million. Do you support giving teachers a $5,000 raise? You know, uh, I don't know the number that we'll give them because, uh, but we will absolutely continue to invest more in public education. I've actually invested more than any other governor in history. We'll give, make sure our teachers are paid what market is. I put $300 million into the teacher's pension plan to make sure that was done. I gave our uh, police force a three, 30% pay increase this year. Uh, I gave all state employees a, a pay increase. So we'll balance that out, but we will not raise taxes. And we will be prudent with our tax dollars. Uh, and, but we'll, we'll also hold people accountable and ask for better outcomes. And the fact of the matter is, under her watch, our test scores have, have, uh, have gone down in, uh, in public education. And that's something that uh, should be concerning to all parents. Governor Stitt, thanks for your time as always. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank o- you. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt.